Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Fresh Encounter, the radio ministry of Lifelong Anointing Church. Our mission as a church is to equip the body of Christ to increase in wisdom and in stature, and in favor with God and with men. We're glad that you joined us for this edition of the broadcast. It is our prayer that this broadcast will be a blessing to you. Here now is Pastor Otuno with today's message. The question now is this. Do you know where God wants you to be in the coming year? Do you know what He wants you to be doing in the coming year? Do you know what the kind of people he wants you to be relating with in the coming year? These are very, very simple questions. That, you know, these are very simple questions, but with profound impact upon our life if we get it wrong. Do you know what God wants you to do? Do you know where he wants you to be? Do you have a revelation from God concerning this coming year? If you don't, you need to. Okay? And the question is that, who is the man? You know, because one thing is that, you are talking about the idea of uh, saying God will, you know, the... Uh, uh, what God wants us to do, where God wants us to be, and things like that. The question is, does God reveal these things to just anybody? No. The God, the Lord does not just reveal certain things to people. The Bible said that the secret of the Lord is with what? It's with those that fear Him. In other words, there are several things that God wants to say, but only those who are positioned, only those who are properly aligned can hear the voice of the Almighty God. Only certain people who have been who have who have been able to who have been able to train their ears to hear the inaudible voice of the Almighty God. Only those people can understand what the Lord Almighty is saying, what the Spirit is saying at this particular point in time. The question then is that who is the man or who is the woman who will catch a vision of God for his or her life in the coming year? Who is that particular man? Who is the man who will be able to see what God has in stock for him? Who is the man who, or who is the woman who will understand that this and this is what God wants me to do in the coming year? Who is that particular man? Psalm 25, reading from verse number 14, the Bible says, The secret of the Lord is with them that fear him, and he will show them his covenant. Yes. The Lord will reveal his covenant. He will reveal his promises. He will reveal the things he wants to do to those only those people that fear him. So what is the condition? The man that will receive or receive the one or the man or the woman who will receive vision of God for their life, number one must be a man who is at peace with God. A man who is at peace with God. And that means that there's a relationship between you and him. It means that you are settled that particular issue. You are no longer in rebellion. You are no longer fighting the Lord. You are no longer holding, uh, you are no longer pointing the fist at the Almighty God. You are no longer blaming God for everything that you have done wrong. You are no longer holding a, great, a grudge against the Almighty God. Is a man who is at peace with God. That is the man that can receive the vision. Number two, who is the man that can catch a vision for the Almighty God? It is a man with a pure heart. The Bible says that if I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. In other words, as long as you continue to do the things that he says you should not do, as long as you continue to act in opposition to his will, as long as you continue to live a life that is contrary to him, don't expect to hear anything from him. You look at it yourself. You are the boss somewhere. 
you supervise her somewhere, or the father or the mother in your particular house. A child is, is extremely rebellious, just will not do exactly what you want them to do. Will continue to live in defiance. Will continue to live a life that is, you know, that brings sorrow to your heart. Are you going to sit down and begin to tell them, well, this is my plan for the next five years. This is my plan. You will not, you, the only thing you just want that child to do is get your act together. That's the only thing that you'll be praying for that child. You will not be talking about strategy of what you're going to do in the future. The same thing happens here. A man who will receive a vision of God for his life in the new year is a man with a pure heart. A man who heart is pure before the Almighty God. The Bible tells us in the book of Psalm 24 verse 3. It says, Who shall ascend to the hill of the Almighty Lord, of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He that has a clean heart and a pure heart. He who has not lifted his soul unto vanity, nor sworn deceitfully. In other words, who is the man that will be able to enjoy the revelation of the Almighty God? A man whose heart is pure before the Almighty God. Number three. The man who will catch the vision of God is a man. In this new year. Is a man of passionate prayer. It's a man of passionate prayer. If you read Ezekiel, I think Ezekiel 36 or 37, the Bible makes us understand that he begins to tell, the Lord begins to talk, talk to the children of Israel, the things that he was going to do. Started giving them the promises. How he was going to restore the land. How he was going to bless them. How he was going to do all these things. But by the time you get to verse number 37, the Bible says, I will yet be inquired of the house of Israel to do it for them. In other words, you have to pray. It's not that God does not understand what you need. Because the Bible tells us, I said before we speak, he hears us. He said, while we are here speaking, he's already answered. In other words, he knows everything. He's the one that knows the end before the, from the very beginning. He knows what is going on in your heart. But the Lord is asking you, talk to me. Yeah. Talk to me. The man who will receive a revelation of God for his life in the new year must be a man of passionate prayer. Number four, the man who will catch a vision of God for his life in the new year must be a man of clear purpose. What is your purpose in life? Is it to glorify the name of the Almighty God? Or is it to be able to pile up these things just for your own glory? Just to be able to say that, yes, you are a righteous man. Or just because it's just, just to be able to, to brag to your friends that, yes, you are the most holy person and all of them are sinners. No. The idea is that what is the purpose of God? The man who will receive, the man who will receive a vision of God for his life must be a man with a clear purpose. Number five, the man who will catch a vision for his life must be a man of persistent pursuits. The man who pursues the Almighty God. The psalmist said, as the deer panted after water, so my soul pants after you. In other words, there is a desire. I want to be in the presence of the Almighty God. I want to pursue after God. I want to fulfill His desire. When you are pursuing the things of God, God starts pursuing the things that belong to you. When you, start, when, you, when you start making the things of God a priority in your life, God makes you a priority in His own life too. When you start putting the things of God first, God starts putting you first in his own agenda also. But if you are not a man of persistent pursuit, you are not pursuing the Almighty God, you are not seeking the things of God, you don't want, you are not interested in things of God, you are not interested in the things of his house, and, and now you expect that God will bless you. At the end of the day, God is a merciful God who will bless you, but you are not become his main priority. I used to tell people, if you read the book of Luke chapter, seven, uh, Luke chapter 15, the Bible tells us there about the prodigal son. You will notice the language of the, two, of the prodigal son, of the two sons. One of them, the, 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 the language of the prodigal son, when he came to the father, was, he said, Father, give me the portion that belongs unto me. And the Bible tells us that the father gave that particular son what belonged to you know, him, what he had planned for him, he gave it to him. And the Bible says he went and wasted everything. By the time he has done wasting everything, the Bible says he came back. And when he came back, you will notice that his language changed. 
He no longer said, Lord, he no longer said, Father, give me that which belong to me. The next thing he said, he said, make me one of your own servants. The point I'm trying to make is this. As a believer who wants to see the vision of the Almighty God for your life, there has to be a transition in your life from a give me, give me Christian to become a make me, make me Christian. Yeah, that's good. If the Lord, if you do not make that transition, everything that you are going to be seeing is just going to be an illusion. You will not be able to get the fullness of God's blessings for your life. The son, the prodigal son was still a son. But he was not getting the benefit of sonship. He was not getting the benefit of the relationship he had with his father because he was still living in the make me, in the, in the give me, give me mode. And that is what you find in the church of God. A lot of people are in the give me mode. You come to church and you just expect that you put your life on cross control and God begins to dump blessings upon you. Just begin to dump blessings upon you. You don't have to do anything. They, they, they tell you that God will no longer be God because you don't come to church. Your God will no longer be God because you refuse to pray. You have the, We have this idea that we are doing God a favor when we come to church. We have this idea that we are doing God a favor when we pray. But the God, but the, the Bible makes us understand the closer, the more pursue, the more you pursue after God, the more God pursues after you. Because what you find is that you are making a transition from just what you are going to benefit to the, actually seeking the face of the person who is going to be giving you the blessings. And until that transition happens in our lives, until we move from being just a give me, give me Christian to becoming a make me, make me Christian, the blessings that we are desiring, we might not be able to receive. And I pray that that will not be our portion in Jesus' name. But the Lord will make us the people that he wants us to be. And that is why he said that he wants to build the image of Christ in us. When he builds that image of Christ in you, what happens is this. Everything, Bible tells us that he has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. In other words, everything that belongs to Christ, now begin, you now have access to it. But you have to get that image first. He has to make you into the person that you were supposed to be. So the man who will catch a vision of God, for the new year must be a man of persistent pursuit. Number six, the man who will catch the vision of God for his life in the new year must be a man of simple obedience. Simple obedience. God says, move, you move. He says, sit down, you sit down. He says, jump, you jump. You turn around, you turn around. You spin, even if you, if you have the opportunity. The point you are making is that it's a simple obedience. It's a life that says, I am not of my own. I am willing to do whatever you tell me to do. And the question is, are you such a man? Am I such a person? It is good to know what God wants to tell you, but the thing is, are you positioned to hear it? Mm, is it, good, it is good to see what God has in stock for us, but the question is that, have you earned the right to see those things? Have you positioned yourself to be able to have an idea, to have a glimpse into what God has in stock for you? Even if He shows you to you, do you have the wisdom? Do you have the wherewithal? Do you have the capacity to even receive it? A lot of people are asking for blessings that they don't even have the base. They don't have the, they don't have the structure to be able to carry that weight. You are talking about saying yes. I think I've made this analogy here several times. A lot of people who win the lottery, they lose the money because they don't know how, they have not developed the skills of making and keeping or multiplying money. They don't have that skill. And as long as you don't have that skill, they can dump the blessings, they can dump all the money of the world upon your head. If you have not learned the skills to make money, to keep money, and to multiply money, the whole thing will go away. 
And there are people who have talked about it that if the whole wealth of the whole world is redistributed equally so that everybody will have the same amount of money, it has been found that there's money in a, in a space of less than a decade or less than a generation, the money will go back to its original sources. Why? Because some people have learned the discipline of not only how to make money, but how to keep it and how to multiply it. The same thing in the house of God. You have to learn the blessing. You have to learn the discipline of how to attract the blessings of God, how to keep the blessings of God, and how to multiply the blessings of God. You have to learn those skills, and those are the spiritual disciplines that we're talking about. It comes away. You learn those disciplines when you pray. You learn those disciplines when you read the scriptures. You learn those disciplines when you release yourself to the leading of the Holy Spirit. You learn those disciplines when you engage in Christian service. You have to learn the discipline of how to attract the blessings of God, keep the blessings of God, and multiply the blessings of God. You have to learn those things. It is not enough to just claim it. A lot of people have claimed it for years and nothing has happened in their lives. They can tell you, yes, I was going out to a particular conference and somebody gave me a thousand dollars. You can talk about it. You can wish that thing. If you have not positioned yourself to the place where you can receive from God, you can wish all those. You can listen to all those testimonies. You can talk about all those testimonies. Nothing will happen. And that's why we turn around and we think that God is a liar. God is not a liar. God is not a liar. And at the same time, God is also not a magician. God is not a magician. It's not the it's not a slot machine in, in, in Vegas casino where you put a dollar and pull it down and then money starts coming out. God is not like that. There are principles of the of the kingdom that you have to obey. And until you obey those kingdom principles, nothing happens. No matter how you want to harvest apple, if you don't plant apple, nothing will happen. Yeah. I can assure you that. It's not because God doesn't like you or the soil doesn't like you or apples don't like you. It's just that you didn't follow the principles of planting apples. Yeah. It's as simple as that. The idea is this. Are we such a man, are we such a woman that can receive the blessings of the Almighty, that can receive the vision of God for our lives? And one thing I want to let you know is this. If you forget everything that, I'm going to, that I've said here so far, if you forget everything that we've been talking about for the past three or for the past five weeks on this subject, I want you to remember this. The vision of God for your life in the new year is not complete until you have these seven revelations in your life. The vision of God for your life is not complete. The vision of life for the, the vision of God for your life in the new year is not complete. Even for any time of the time for any time. It's not complete until you receive seven specific revelations in your life. Number one revelation that you must receive is that the vision of God for your life is, is not complete. The vision of life will be of God for your life will be complete. You will you must receive a revelation of your spiritual environment. For the vision of God in your life to be complete, you must receive a revelation of your spiritual environment. You must receive a revelation of your spiritual environment. If you go back to the our reading, the Bible said, and, uh, and he showed me Joshua the high priest standing before the angel of the Lord, and Satan was standing at his right hand. Yeah. That was the environment under which, under, which, uh, uh, under, under which Joshua was operating. His spiritual environment at that point in time was already contaminated. The angel of the devil, the, the devil himself was standing there, and not just standing anywhere, but standing at his right hand side. And, uh, Joshua can pray all the prayer in the world. Joshua can do all the deliverance in the world. Joshua can sleep under the anointing. They can dunk him in a gallon of anointing as much as he wanted. As long as Satan is standing on his right hand, nothing will happen in his life. 
And even if something happens, he might not be able to keep those things. So you must be able to understand. You must get a revelation of your spiritual environment. If God is going to tell you what he's going to do in your life, he must show you where you are. He must tell you where you are. You must understand the environment under which you are operating. There are some environments that are toxic. There are some environments that are not conducive. There are some environments where you can never make progress. It's not because you are lazy. It's not because you can't move forward. But those particular environments are contaminated. I don't know about you, but there are certain cities that I go to. I travel a lot. There are certain cities that I go to that if you go into that city, to pray is a very, very difficult thing. Extremely difficult. Because the environment in that place is so heavy, it's so thick, that you have difficulty breaking through. And there are some places you go into, as soon as you hit your knees, the heavens are opened unto you. You must be able to know and have a revelation of your spiritual environment if you are going to move forward in the coming year. Number two, if we are going to move forward and receive a clear revelation of our life, you must have a revelation of your own spiritual condition. We have lived in a situation now for a very long time within the Christian church where people keep have been lied to every day. Yeah. You have been told that they are going to heaven when they have no relationship with God. They are being told that they are going to enjoy the blessings of God when they have not even started the journey. They are living a life that is opposed to God and yet they expect the blessings of God. Paul the Apostle was saying, say, can we continue to live in sin and expect the blessings of God to multiply, for the grace of God to multiply? Say, no way. Say, God forbid. In other words, you cannot continue to live a life that is contrary to the will of God and expect that God will continue to bless you. God is not an indulgent father. He will not do it. And that is why, because we have lived under that life for a very long time, many of us believe that we are doing that we are, that we are serving God when we have not even started the journey. And if you are going to move forward in the new year, you must understand one thing: you must understand your true spiritual condition. If you look at that Zechariah chapter three, reading from verse number three, the Bible tells us there is a now Joshua was clothed with filthy garment and stood before the angel. Here was a priest of the Almighty God. Here was somebody who was ministering to other people. Here was somebody who was supposed to be the person who was supposed to connect with heaven for their sake. But this same person was dressed in a filthy garment. And in the spirit, that simply means that this guy is full of sin. And like my like we like to say in our house, it's full of. <laughs> Don't let me just say it here. It's not, it's, not a, it's not a very good thing for a pastor to say. But the point I'm making is this. This man is dressed in a filthy garment. Yes. He's dressed in a filthy garment. If you go back to the book of Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 6, in reading from verse number 6, the Bible tells us there that in the year whose King Uzziah died, he said, I saw the Lord. And then the Lord made the Lord open the eyes of Isaiah, who has been ministering, who has been prophesying, who has been speaking to the king of Israel, speaking to the king at that point in time. The Bible said, He said, Woe unto me, for I'm a man of, undone, I'm a, I'm a man of unclean lips. Yeah. He had a revelation of who he is. When Peter met the Lord Jesus Christ, after performing that miracle, Peter said, go away from me because I am a sinful man. You must have a revelation of who you are if you are going to move forward. If 
you are full of, you know, you are living a life that is completely opposed to the word of God. Don't fool yourself. The blessings of God will not, not going to continue to be upon your life when you are living a life that is opposed to the Almighty God. A man who will receive the revelation of God for the new year, who would receive a revelation of how he's going to move from where he is to where he needs to be, number one must have a clear understanding, a clear revelation of the environment. Number two, a clear revelation of who he is. Number three, for your vision to be complete, you must receive the revelation of your spiritual supports. What are the things that God has made available for you? Look at verse number four. And he answered and spake unto those that stood before him, saying, Take away the filthy garments. And not only that, take away the filthy garment from him. And unto him he said, Behold, I have caused thy iniquity to pass from thee, and I will clothe thee with a change of raiment. That is the spiritual support that God has made available for us. There are people around us who are going to help you to move forward. You must be able to be able to see who are those support. Who are those things? What are those things that God has made available for you? Because if you don't see, you might continue to do what? Search for things in vain and not even get the result. The Bible tells us when Hagar was living, when Hagar was being driven out of the house of Abraham and was going into Egypt, the Bible says that there was a time when he became thirsty and the Lord had to open his open her eyes to see that there's a well of water. If the eyes of that woman was not open, she would die of in the wilderness. And what happens? They might not be able to get to where they're going. The point we are making is that there is a, there is a, there is a support. There are spiritual support that God has made available for us. And if we are going to move forward, if you receive the vision of God for your life and you want to move forward, you must receive a revelation of his support. God must show you that this is where I want you to go. Not everybody is a blessing to you. Not everybody will be able to help you out. There are times when you go to certain people after they've talked to, after you've unloaded all your issues to them, they say, well, I'm sorry, I can't help you, but what happened? They've heard all the stories. You've released all the intimate things of your life onto them. So you must be able to know who can help you and who cannot. And the only way you can find it is when you get a revelation of your spiritual support. That's when you just see the Lord... And Lord will just give you an idea that this is where you need to go. This is the person you need to meet. And before you know what's happening, things change. Yes. Because that is the revelation of the support of God that he has made available for you. That's what happened to Paul the Apostle. The Bible tells us that after Paul the Apostle encountered the Almighty God, what happened was that the Lord told him, he said, go into Jerusalem. Because what? I have prepared a nurse and he's waiting for you. That is the support that you are talking about. You must be able to get that revelation. Before you know what's happening, or, or if you don't know that, you'll begin to find that you'll be dancing around in circles. Mm. There's something that we talk about back in our, you know, back in my own neck of the wood. They used to say that a man who does not know where his own friends or where his mates are making it, he said that person will continue to run around in circles. You know? I don't know how to translate that better in English, but that is, you know, the idea is that if you don't know where the people around you are succeeding, if you don't know how they are succeeding, you will end up being what? You just end up stressing yourself for nothing. Because there are times when it does, it's not by it. <laughs> Let's, the Lord will help us. Let's move on. So we talk about the fact that, you know, you must be able to understand your spiritual support. Number four, for your vision to be complete, you must receive a revelation of God about your spiritual heritage must receive a revelation about your spiritual heritage. Zechariah chapter 3 verse 4. The Bible says, it says, I will cause your iniquity to pass from you. 
That is the heritage of the children of God. If they will do what? If they will confess their sins. John, I think in First John, he said, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. That is if you confess your sins. That is the heritage of the children of God. That is what he has made available for you. That is what Christ came to die for you for. That is the whole essence of the cross. To be able to take advantage of the forgiveness of sin. That is the heritage. There are several spiritual blessings that God several spiritual heritage that we have as a relationship of our tie to the almighty God. And because of that particular tie, what you will find is that you have access to this thing because you are the sons of Abraham by faith. And because you are the sons of Abraham by faith, there are certain things that God has made available for you. If you don't know them, you can access them. Okay? If you don't know them, you will not be able to take advantage of them. You know, there are a particular story that was being told about, uh, you know, a particular woman who paid for a fare, entered the bus Greyhound, and as she was traveling the Greyhound bus, he had his bag on his head, on her head. And the people around there were watching. Why is this woman carrying her bag on her head? And then they asked her, why are you having your bag on your head? He said, well, I paid for the bus fare. I paid for myself. I didn't pay for my bag. But she did not understand that once you pay for the bag, once you pay for your transport fare, that covers your bag also. And that is what happened to a lot of Christians. You carry your baggage. You say, yes, I'm born again. I've been saved. My soul has been saved. But what happened? The sickness is still there. The, the depression is still there. There are so many issues that are still going on in our life that we think that we can take care of. God has saved me. Yes, but I thank God. I thank you for that. That's what you have done for me. But the other ones I will take care of. You must be aware. You must get a revelation of what? Of your spiritual heritage. If you are going to go to where God wants you to go to, even this new year that we're getting into. Number five. For your vision to be complete, you must receive a revelation of your spiritual destiny. There is a place God is taking you. Okay? There is a place God is taking you. There is a place God is preparing you for. There are things that God is designing you for. The Bible says, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, nor has it entered into the heart of man. The things that God has purposed, has planned, has intended, has desired for his own children. In other words, there are certain things that God has prepared. It's just like you. You know it. It's just like us natural people. Those of us who have kids or those of us who have nephews or have nieces that we that we are favorite nieces and their nephews. What you find is that you have a plan at the back of your mind for them. Especially now that Christmas is coming you look at them how they have been playing with that particular toy and how they fall in love with that particular toy and you have it at the back of your mind that okay I am going to get this particular thing for this boy or for this girl during Christmas you have not told them it's, the, it's not in their mind but you have something at the back of your mind for them and that is exactly the same thing God is looking at you and saying this is my favorite son this is my favorite daughter I have a plan for you but that's why he said I know the thought that I think towards you they are the thought of good and not of evil to give you an expected end there is something there is a destiny there is a desire there is a place that God is taking you and until your eyes can see it yeah. you might not be able to position yourself to bless it to get it yeah and that is where that is the that is the whole essence of you receiving this revelation so that you cannot just you know you don't just you're not just talking about the immediate you're talking about what god has in stock for you in the future the bible says, i have set a metal upon your head in other words i have placed a particular crown you are a special person unto me but unless you know that Unless you understand that, unless you have seen that, you will not act like a special person to the Almighty God. The question is, God does not give a vision just for the sake of giving visions. God does not talk to people just for the sake of talking to you. When God talks to you, He's talking to you for a reason. There's something He wants to accomplish. There's a place that He's taking you. 
there's a desire that he wants to fulfill in your life if he gives you a vision he's giving you a vision to show you a design where he wants you to go where he is taking you and unless you see it unless you get the complete package sometimes you might not be able to understand what god is doing in your life number six for your vision to be complete you must receive a revelation of your spiritual responsibility you must receive a revelation of your spiritual responsibility. Look at this verse of the scripture again. Uh, Zechariah chapter 3. Reading from verse number 7, the Bible tells us there. Verse number 7. It says, Thus says the Lord of hosts, If thou will walk in my way, and thou will, and thou will keep my charge, then thou, will, thou, also, thou shalt also judge my house, and shall also keep my court, and I will give thee places to walk among those, uh, these that stand by. In other words, there is a promise of God, but there's also a responsibility. Every promise of the Almighty God, most of, me, most of the things you see in the spiritual are conditional. Yes. It's not just, okay, the fact that you show up in church today, you are blessed. You know, it's good. Pastors say that you are blessed. You are blessed when you go. You are blessed. <laughs> just, 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 don't let's open that chapter. Just leave it alone. The point, the point is that there is a responsibility. Okay, there is a responsibility of the believer if you walk in my way. Okay, the Lord is giving you a revelation of what is going to happen in the new year, but He's saying that this revelation is not going to be complete if you don't understand what you need to do. Okay, it's not a one way street. If you do this, I will do this. If you do this, I will do this. If you don't do your part, God will not do His own part. I have said it here a million times. If you multiply a million by zero, you will get zero. If you receive all the promises of God every day, Angel Gabriel actually come and stand before you and say, this is what God will do for you. If you don't do your part, nothing will happen. No, nothing will happen. <laughs> nothing will happen. You have a responsibility. It doesn't mean that you are earning the favor of God. It doesn't mean that you are earning the blessings of God. It simply means that you are positioning yourself to be able to receive what God has planned for you. But you have a responsibility. Thank you very much for listening to our program today. We invite you to join us every Sunday at 10 a.m. for our Sunday worship service at 2711 Murfreesboro Road in Antioch, Tennessee. We also host Bible study and prayer meetings every Friday at 7 p.m. Visit us online at www.lifelonganointing.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Join us next time for another edition of Fresh Encounter. On behalf of Lifelong Anointing Church, we thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.